The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. And now, the coolest kids of all. Hey, you're back in the air with Jim and Trav. This is the Revolution. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Come on, everybody. Please welcome. Welcome back. We're here. See, you did return. I did. We're back with Bunny. hey Let's go, let's go, let's go. If I can hear you, the whole neighborhood can hear you. This is their song. Flying up in the air Like we're holding on to something that's invisible there Cause we're living at the mercy of the pain and the fear Until we get it, forget it, let it all disappear Welcome to the revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel. And we're back yet again for another exciting week of outdoor action. And what are we going to be talking about this week? Hold on to your butts, because we're headed on some Western Antler Adventures. Western Antler Adventures, right? (laughs) It's better when Mark says it. Hi, Mrs. Bunny, how you doing? I'm great, how are you guys? I'm doing wonderful. I can't speak for Jimbo. Jimbo, how are you doing? You seem rather depressed. I'm rather wonderful. You're rather wonderful. This weekend I turned 69. That's right. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, biggest guy. Thank you. How old do you feel? <laughs> Guys, as, do you feel older? Do you feel Do you feel taller? Well, I will after I get my knee replaced. <laughs> All right, so we are talking about hunting elk and mule deer on today's show. We're actually going to be joined by our Southwest Colorado elk correspondent. That is Mark Crane there at Pagosa Springs, Colorado. Also, Craig DiMartino. He is the host of Fight to Survive. Make sure you watch it Saturdays, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Plus, Guy and Ike Eastman there, the host of Eastman's Hunting TV. That is Tuesdays, 11 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. And a Miles Reddy, he is the president of the Mule Deer Foundation. We're going to be talking about all things elk and mule deer on today's show as we embark on Western Antler Adventures. Yeah, so Jimmy, you wanted to... Jimby, I called you Jimby. Jimby, I get that a lot. <laughs> How you doing, Jimby? I'm doing good. You're hey, doing... And, and, and I want to mention to you that, that? Uh, we started this week our 15th year in broadcasting the uh, Revolution with Jim and Trav. That's Woo! right. And how many... Yeah. Wouldn't it be actually Jimby and Trav? <laughs> That's right. Jimbo, you just came on like two years ago. Yeah, I just I started. Think so. Yeah, I'm, I'm a latecomer here. We killed Jimby <laughs> and uh, Jim showed up. How many stations? We actually added some new stations. We added actually seven stations last week. We're now up to 445 stations across the country and around the world with our American Forces radio show. All right, Mrs. Bunny, what are you going to be talking about? Let's do some DIY taxidermy. All this DIY with Mrs. Bunny is brought to you by Nissan. Mrs. Bunny. Bunny is the queen of all pioneer women, and she's brought to you by Nissan. You are a pioneer woman. You know. Do you shave your legs? I do. I can't. I'm not so like. Why? Yeah. I was actually asking Jimmy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Jimby shaves his legs in my pits. All right. So DIY. I actually like doing this personally. Um, I do too. What are the tools of the trade we need? Uh, you need a propane stove. Okay. A large pan that you can boil your skull in. Okay. And depending on. Uh, what are the tools you want to use? Um, so maybe some needle nose pliers, um, a wire clothes hanger, a knife, and a razor blade, really. 
And that's about the extent of what you need. I uh, use you, a power washer. Yeah, too. you can use that too. So here's a few different ways you can do this. Uh, you can boil them. Before you do this, you need to try to separate the hide from the skull and get as much flesh and tissue and stuff off as you can. That's where the pliers and things come in. Uh, a wire clothes hanger, you stick it into the nasal cavity and it can push out some of that tissue and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And it gets that hard to reach stuff. Uh, you mean like boogers? Exactly. That, all that boogers. brain matter. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So you take your propane stove in an old canning pot large enough to submerge the skull up to the base of the antlers. You don't want to put the antlers all the way in, just up to the base of the antlers. Fill it with water and add a little bit of dish detergent. That's going to act as a degreasing agent as it simmers. So the operative thing is it's not really a boil as much as it is a simmer. So um, you're going to stick it in there and um, protect any portion of the antler that might be submerged right at the base with either clear plastic wrap or some tin foil or packaging tape or something like that. And that's going to preserve the color and the natural look. You just want mostly the skull in there. You you uh, put it in the pot full of water and some soap and you um, turn it up and get it to a simmer. And this can take hours, even all day. And every hour or so you take it out and you either have a wire brush or some, scrape it. Or some steel wool or whatever and you scrape it and you knock it off or whatever and you put it back and you resubmerge it. If the water gets nasty, you dump it out, you fill it up and you start again. And you do this over and over and over again until you get a nice clean skull. You know, when we do ours, I suspend the head so just the skull sticks in with baling twine. Yeah. You know, you Usually the pots have a pot that big has handles on the side. You can do that. I do have to say that it stinks to high heck. Oh, though. Well, yeah. that's it. It, it. it stinks. So if you live in an apartment, don't do it in the hallway. Well, yeah, yeah. it's going to be. Probably do it, don't even do it on the porch. Yeah, don't yeah. do it in the home. You're going to have to have a really strong constitution. I, I, when I do to, it, yeah. I actually do it in Jimbo's garage. <laughs> yes, he <laughs> does. He does. I, go, in, I don't do the, it at my house. I do odor, it in his house. odor waves. <laughs> it goes into your wife's car. <laughs> you know, the, the thing is, I think you, you know, when I would say on ours, we probably empty the water three times probably. per stall, you know, and it uh, it takes a good afternoon. Yeah, but the problem is when if you do boil it and you get it up to that rolling boil, doesn't that soften the bones? It does, and that's why you have to be really you careful gotta, when you're scraping it. You have to be really careful. Yeah, you do. Yeah, uh, you do. Yeah, but it comes off really easy. It's not that tough. Well, that's, as long as you do a good job, like when you're caping it out. Well, that's the thing really is removing, removing as much tissue as you can ahead of time. That's where um, if you have a power washer, that might come in handy, too. Yeah, because blow that stuff off. Going from using a power com- a power washer in combination with boiling can really help because you power you fire up the power washer and use restraint when you do this because it is um, fragile, if you will. The bones are fragile. Oh, yeah. Um, it's going to remove the... The power washer will remove excess meat with the pressure, and when combined with the simmering, it really um, takes down the amount of time it's going to take. You need to make sure you wear some rain boots and some rubber gloves and stuff like that, otherwise you're going to end up with a whole lot of flesh all no, over I you. A lot of brain. Ha- haven't yeah. you noticed, though, that, that uh, you know, because these guys fight, and I'm talking about the Bucks, the... the uh, the tissue, like on its forehead, is much thicker and much tougher oh, to remove. You better have a sharp knife. Yeah, to really, really? get that off. And then it, it's you like know, rubbery. I hate to say this, it goes right down to the skull. And that's the hard part to get off. Another, just real quick, um, different kind of option. If you're not into that, you can either buy or send your skull off to a place that uses dermistid beetles. Ooh. And they take and they stick it in a bucket with these beetles and they make quick work of it. Really, you flesh it out and everything. You put your skull in a bucket with these beetles and they're flesh eating 
cleaning beetles and they will take care of everything and they will pick it clean. So after that, after it's clean, uh, degrease it, wash it up with some soap and water real quick and you are ready to You're hang it ready? in any way you want. Ready for the wall, the trophy room. Yeah, I now, like now, it. Now, didn't we have somebody on from Do Do It All Outdoors or something like that that they had these little uh, uh, Oh, there, There's a lot of people. Skull Hooker, Mike's Mountain Taxidermy. Like there's a lot of different kids yeah. and things like that. There's a bunch there. of them. You can find a ton of stuff out there. They're really cool. So. All right. So and they make a nice, nice uh, decoration for your uh, lodge or house or den or bathroom. There you go. Are you? Is that <laughs> and it, your Mrs. towels on it? Is yeah. that it, Mrs. Bunny? That's it. All right. Before we get to a break, we have to do this. Here's a little ditty that'll warm your hearts and blow your minds. Hunt, hunt, mutineer. We're gonna tag out of them, right? Who doesn't love Tears for Fears? I love them. 1985 was grand. I'm an 80s junkie. (laughs) You hate 80s music, so do I. You were born in 86. I love Jimbo is singing along to a song he doesn't know. (laughs) I was trying to mouth the words, and I realized this ain't working. All right, so our Southwest Colorado Elk Correspondent, he is coming up next. That is Mr. Mark Crane from uh, Ghost Springs, Colorado. We want to send a big shout-out, though, to Outdoor Channel, OutdoorChannel.com forward slash revolution. Also, Nissan, NissanUSA.com, right? Remington. Remington.com. Cabela's. World's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com. High Mountain Seasonings. H-I-M-P-N Jerky.com. And here's to you not being nasally. Woohoo! I'm over it. You kind sound of. amazing. Thank you very much. I right. like it when you're a little throaty. Though. I know. <laughs> yeah. Sexy. Yeah. Wow. All right, so uh, here is a word from Mark. We will return with uh, another Mark. Uh, coming up next as we talk more about Western Antler Adventures. Elk and Mule Deer Hunting on today's show. We'll return right after this. Decoying to curb poaching. Poachers in southern Arizona may get a surprise if they shoot a mule deer illegally. The Arizona Game and Fish Department unveiled a robotic mule deer designed to catch poachers. The robot is outfitted with a real hide and can turn its head from side to side. When game and fish officials receive complaints of shooting deer out of season from the road or some other violation of hunting regulations, they will set the deer out in the area and lay in wait. If or when a shot is fired, officials can make contact with the offender. In 2012, Game and Fish recorded 485 cases of taking wildlife without a license. In 2013, the department recorded 540 cases. And in 2014, there were 637 cases. JimandTrav.com. It's a website, and it's free to visit, so go there. In the wild, every animal has adapted to survive. As humans, we have learned from those adaptations to become better hunters. We're the planet's top predator, but we didn't get here alone. I'm Remy Warren. I plan to immerse myself in nature and hunt like an animal. The way of the hunter is a humbling path. I'm in awe of these creatures and those who came before me. Apex Predator, Thursdays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. If you're like us, you love the outdoors. It's that special place where you can forget the day-to-day and just unwind. It's your sanctuary, your heaven on earth. We're in the same boat, which is why we built just the vehicle to take you there. The 2015 Nissan Titan. 
It's our biggest, baddest, most capable pickup truck that sports a beefy 317 horsepower from a massive V8 engine, complete with a one-ton payload and up to a hardcore 9,500 pounds of towing capability, giving you more than enough power to get your boat out of the driveway and into the lake. See you out on the water. Nissan. Innovation that excites. Available features. See Nissan Towing Guide and Owner's Manual for proper use. Cargo and load capacity limited by weight and distribution. Always secure all cargo. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Brought to you by Nissan. Today it's all about Western Antler Adventures with Elk and Mule Deer. Here's Jim and Trav. Hey, we're back. This is a revolution, and before the break, we heard from Mrs. Bunny, and she was talking about DIY European mounts. My better 7 was before the break. Yes! 7 Western Antler Adventures, but now we're westbound and down, elk hunting and grunting. We're going to shoot a big one if we can. Uh, we're just now heading uh, southwest Colorado. Pagosa Springs, Colorado. Out of Colorado. To be precise, being joined by our uh, southwest Colorado elk correspondent, Mr. Mark Crane himself. Uh, now, first season, guys, right? Yeah. Kicked off, what, this, this past weekend, Jimbo? That's right. Five-day season. Is that right, Mark? Do we get that correct? Yes. That's it. Saturday through Wednesday. So far, talk to our processors, Buck Stops here, and Cole, and all of them have, have had elk hanging on the rack in the cooler right now. Nothing, one, maybe, maybe three combined together, big bulls. But nothing to speak of standard four buys, but they're getting bulls. I saw one uh, just uh, oh, two hours ago in the back of a pickup pulled in the store here, wanted some rope, and um, went out and saw it. Nice four buy, nice bull, nice bull. No deers, no deer reported yet. Mm-hmm. Now, you so, said high, dark, and deep. Now, where's a good place that some of our listeners, you know, that we've had it happen where they're headed, uh, you know, Across Indiana, they hear the show, and they head right to Pagosa Springs to come in to see you at Ponderosa Lumber. Now, where are some places these guys can go, and they're not familiar with the area? East Fork. East Fork. East Fork Road going up there, up to what they call, what we call, and on the map is Quartz Meadows. Either side of that, you can go up, up to the base of the pass, Windy Pass Trail. Head on up there. Now, you're, you're on foot, and that's no big deal. It's a fine-looking trail. Uh, West Fork and hike up to the hot springs up there and up in that area. Hey, back Williams Creek Lake HDs, head to the HDs, migrating on through, but back up uh, Williams Creek Lake, back on the backside, Poison Park, moving on into there. Just anywhere off of the Plum Tall Road, left north off to the Plum Tall Road. But you're you're going to find out, you, you head north, sure enough, your buddy went south, and he got the bull, you know, it's... it's yeah. They're everywhere. They're moving around. They're shaking around, but they're high in the bugle. They're hot into the bugle. Yeah, now we're talking with uh, Mr. Mark Crane right there in Pagosa Springs, Colorado, uh, talking about elk and mule deer hunting. Now you're talking they're dark and they're deep, and it's going to take some work to get in there. You're just not going to skip out of your truck and shoot a big bull. Now, when you're back there— Can can you prance? Sometimes you can prance. Prancing is allowed, (laughs) okay? But you, I mean, you got these guys coming up from Texas, Alabama, I mean, all over the country. Flatlanders. Heading up into the mountains. Pagosa is like the mecca for elk hunting. What is the most common piece of gear every single year that you see hunters leave at home that you really shouldn't leave without? What is the most common thing people forget that they should think about? 
cow call. Really? No doubt. I mean, that, that, that may not be what you were looking for me to say, but you know, you get all these guys with, with the little backpacks on their back and space blankets and, <laughs> you know, and, and matches. And, you know, uh, if there's one thing they ought to leave on the national forest road, <laughs> it's their four wheelers and razors and everything else. Yeah. Don't go tooling back into the woods and then say, man, I didn't see a thing all day. They saw you, and they saw you coming for the last six miles, and they're <laughs> always in front of you. But cow calling right now, that's what you need in your mouth. Mm. Yeah. Hoochie mama. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you, can, if, 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 you can, if you can call and prance at the same time, you're, I guarantee oh, you hell. You're going to get something. Now, mule deer, that's another story. You're not seeing many mule deer. What? Too nice of weather, too much hunting pressure. What do you think? They're there. I mean, you can't cross the highway without hitting one. I mean, they're running <laughs> yeah. all over the place, but uh, they're just there, no different than the elk, trav, and, and tons of does mm-hmm. and bears. Oh, By really? golly, if you, one thing that you shouldn't leave at home, extra money, get a bear tag. Get a bear tag. Yeah. I mean it. I'm serious. Get a bear tag. Take it down to Chris Kelly. He's doing some fabulous taxidermy. Get a bear tag. Yeah, or just sit inside the uh, pharmacy because they come in there all the time, don't they? <laughs> Boy, that was years ago, but that was a story that's always been told. <laughs> Go to Jacob's Drugs and just sit around the front end and have a, have a rope and just snare him in the foot. <laughs> all right, so when we come to town, what are some places we need to stop by? Possibly, obviously, uh, right there at Ponderosa, see you. Yep, and Larry's then- down at Ski and Bull Rack. He's coming out of 84. He hit Larry's right off the bat on the right-hand side. Uh-huh. Uh, we've got the Outfitter uh, coming up the hill just down below us next to the tire store. You've got uh, the two uh, locker plants. One is just next to Tractor Supply on the uh, west-hand side of the road. It's right next to Tractor Supply, Coles, Tax, uh, forgot the word there. Mm-hmm. Meat locker. And then uh, Buck Stops here is just up here in the corner right by the Shell and Conoco station. So, uh, and they're serving food too. They got their oh. locker plant there and they're serving that, uh, that club sandwich, ham, brisket. <laughs> I mean, it's about eight inches thick and, oh. you know, you just put your mouth around it and kind of well, put your mouth into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you also said that, uh, you know, we, we talked about before we went on the air about, uh, what Joe Bob Leak would have his, a big barbecue thing out in front of Ponderosa Lumber. But now old Larry down at Ski and Bull Rack has the same thing, right? Larry's got a guy out there, a fine trailer, and boy, does he have a great pull. I'm a pulled pork man. You give me some of that hog. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I want that hog. Now, brisket, <laughs> he serves a great brisket. I've seen it, but I'm a hog man. So, uh, But he's got pulled pork brisket. He's got great sandwiches in front of Larry's. Yeah, and you can also on Saturday mornings listen to The Revolution with Jim and Trav right there on KWUF in Pagosa Springs, Colorado. That's what you got to do. All right, also, go to the top of Pud Hill. Stop here at Ponderosa. Tell Mr. Mark hello. Take him some sweet tea, oh. anything like that. Oh, now, from Sonic. From Sonic, right? You like Sonic Sweet Ace Tea? Bring it on a 44, Route 44. <laughs> big, big one. Buy, if you buy him a gift card, let's say a $10 gift card to oh. Sonic, he will bust out his map. He'll pack out your own. And you will show them some honey holes where to go, right? I'll give them my map. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is Mr. Mark Crane right there at Ponderosa. Top of Putt Hill. Uh, big shout out to Outdoor Channel, also Nissan and Remington. Gotta get to a break. Here is a word from our Mark, Mr. Mark Crane, man. Thank you so much, buddy. We appreciate you. Love you, Jim and Trav. Love you too, buddy. All right, man. <laughs> hey, coming up next is Craig DiMartino, and he has a program on Outdoor Channel called Fight to Survive. That's right. It's Saturday, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, once again, on Outdoor Channel, as we talk more about 
Western Antler Adventures. All right, got to get to a break. We will return right after this. Salvage from the editing room floor. Here's a revolution. Outtake. Rewind the tape. <laughs> no, I understand. How did you get a hairless cat? I mean, that's what a- the hell were they doing in Egypt with those cats? To- that's what Mrs. Bunny and I were talking about the other day. Is like, how in the Because obviously it's a mutated strain. Of cat, right? Either that or they yeah. found one with a mange really bad. Yeah, they just <laughs> bred the shit right out of it, literally. No hair on that yeah. damn thing. That's crazy. You know, yeah. you would you would think if they could do that, then they could breed hair back onto it. Like, for people maybe. I don't know, people that, you know, hereditary baldness. Yeah, the only problem is when you find out that you don't have any hair, you're usually about 60. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> Yeah, your breeding days may be over. (laughs) This has been a Revolution Outtake. More Jim and Trav coming up in seconds. My son has a favorite saying, Dad, don't worry about it. Things will work out. When death is close. Started to wonder if he had died that night. Will you respond? You can't make the situation any better, but you can sure make it worse. When is that point when they're looking for a body? All that was in my mind was save my brother. I gotta save my brother. I just refused to die. Fight to survive. All new season. Saturdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Only on Outdoor Channel. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. Outdoor adventure and great eating go hand in hand with all of High Mountain Seasonings jerky kits, snacking sticks, buckboard bacon, camp meals, rubs and shakers, marinades, and more. Go to HIMTNJerky.com or call 1-800-829-2285 today. Introducing the fastest, most effective way to clean your gun barrel, the new Remington Squeegee. To use it, simply scrub your bore with a wire brush and a few drops of Remington's All-In Cleaner to loosen any fouling. Then attach your Remington squeegee to the end of a cleaning rod or cable. And with one pull through the bore, you're done. Fast, easy, and completely reusable. Say goodbye to your father's old gun cleaning patches. And hello to 21st century gun care technology. Look for it at your favorite sporting goods retailer. Exceeding your daily recommended allowance of testosterone. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Presented by Outdoor Channel. Hey, we're back. This is Revolution, and you know what? We're talking about Western Antler Adventures. I could read that really that well. Was <laughs> that was amazing. That was beautiful. Like that smoothness. Hey, but our next guest, he is really smooth. But he can't. Oh yes. Help more from falling off a cliff. We are by himself. Uh, okay, stop! Stop it! Oh. You ruined a good thing there. All right, we're just now being joined by Mr. Craig DiMartino. He is the host of Fight you, to Survive. You were supposed to jump in quicker. Fight, fight, to, to, fight to Survive. Uh, Saturday's 2 p.m. Eastern time on he, Outdoor he, Channel. Did you know this? He also sang in the movie The Godfather. I <laughs> Anyways, all right, back to 2002, Craig, you actually had a horse in a fall. Faux pas. Uh, yeah, you miscommunication between you and her partner. Needless to say, you fell 100 feet, uh, and you really messed some crap up, didn't you, man? I did. First of all, thanks for having me back. It's always good to talk with you guys, and 
Yeah, 100 feet. Um, and yeah, it messed up. I think that actually might be the best way to say it. it messed up a bunch of crap <laughs> at the end of that one. Now, that was a technical term. What really happened? That was. <laughs> like, what did he break? A whole bunch the, of the crap. The term is then uh, when I hit, I ended up shattering both legs, uh, my feet and ankles, and then compound fractures uh, of the ankles, and then broke my back at L2 and my ribs on the right side and punctured my lung and broke my neck at C6 and then kind of just crumpled down into the talus box at the base of the climb. Holy Okay, cow. now when you, when you went off, now we, we know what happened. Uh, your buddy, uh, you know, he thought you tied in, you thought he tied it in, and you right. just went. Okay, now, yeah. the, now the thing is, when you hit the ground, were you standing up? Were you laying down? How, how did you actually hit? When I came off the, the ledge I was standing on, I pushed kind of kind of get away so I could see what was happening. And that tipped me over, and then about 20 feet from the ground, I hit a tree with my head. Oh. And that tipped me back up to standing. But that's actually a good thing, because if you land from that distance standing, you can actually survive uh, a kind of a fall. So um, I landed at like an almost upright position, and that's what kind of destroyed my feet so badly. Yeah, did you yell out, he's okay! <laughs> he's, I'm good! <laughs> that was that. Time to snap it to a Slim Jim and get back up, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I should send the sponsor me. What am I, I should do that. Okay, now in, in your program, uh, Fight to Survive, uh, you have conversations with all of these guys that have been in similar type situations, not well, necessarily falling, but... But life or death situation. Right. life or death situation. Do you find that a lot of the conversations evolve around what happened like right after that and how similar they are or are they different? That's what's kind of interesting is when they brought me on as the host because, you know, we want you to do it because you have credibility with these people. And I thought, well, yeah, but it, they're very different accidents, so it's always going to be different. But what I've learned is like, yes, the accident is different and that is the vehicle that gets us to wherever we're going. But then the, the similarities after that are amazing. You know, we've all kind of had to deal with the same kind of post-traumatic stress stuff. We've all dealt with, okay, now our bodies don't work anymore. So now what do we do to move forward? And so we all kind of have that same a kindred spirit, if you will, that, you know, okay, we want to move forward. We want to do well. And that is what we have in common after this kind of horrific event that begins to be something that can define you if you let it. But then you want, you know, what you do after to find you. And that's that's also the commonality between all of us, I think. Yeah, that man you're listening to is Mr. Craig DiMartino. He is the host of Fight to Survive. Once again, Saturdays, uh, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Now, we, we've known you for quite a while and, and kind of watched you. You're really good with people, but you're really good at reading people. And so when you're in that situation, everybody's had it before, whether you're kicking around a hypothetical situation where if something were to happen, how a certain person would react, what they would do. You've been in that situation. You were in a life or death situation you dealt with. Does it ever kind of just p you off, really, when you hear people talk of what they would do in that instance or how they would handle it? Like, you don't know crap, man. You would have died upon impact, really. That That is an awesome question. Um, you know, I just think it's like until you're in that situation, you really have no idea what you'll do. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I had no idea what I would do. And so I listen to a lot of people say how they think they'll handle it. And I think it's, I mean, it's probably good to be thinking about that. Uh, <laughs> I think climbers do that. We think, okay, if this does go south, what am I going to do? Uh, yeah. And so maybe that was part of the reason I was able to deal with it. But I don't know. You know I think everyone is so different. I think it's like when they get into it, they'll figure it out. But uh, 
trying to figure it out beforehand probably won't help that much. Uh, that is Craig Martino, host of Fight to Survive. Watch it. Wonderful show Saturdays, 2 p.m. Eastern time on Outdoor Channel. Now, w- was there ever a time, obviously you're very positive, and if anybody wants to go to your seminars or book you, they can go to craigdmartino.com, find out all that information. Uh, you, your story is miraculous, man. Really touches Thank people's you. lives. But was there ever a time where things got tough? I can't imagine emotionally and physically what it did to you. And it's not like a quick fix. We're not going to snap a Scooby Band-Aid on it and you're good to right. go. That won't work. Was there ever a time in your where you thought, God, I, I wish it would have just ended that day at the end of that oh, fall? absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Yeah, because like when you're laying in the hospital for months and, you know, and I, actually right when I had to decide to amputate my leg, yeah. it was like, you know, this would have just been easier if I had just ended that day. It would have been just simpler. Yeah. But then, you you know, that passes because, you know, I, lo- I would look at my wife, I would look at my kids and just think, okay, this is where I want to be. So now, you know, what do I need to do to just sort this all out and get back to what I want to do? You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Craig Martino. He has a program called Fight to Survive. That's right. Saturdays, 2 p.m. Eastern time on Outdoor Channel. Watch it. It'll save your life. It's also very entertaining. Now, CraigDMartino.com. What all can we find on there, buddy? You can find more about my story. You can um, find out where we wrote a book called After the Fall. They can get that. And they can also book me for speaking events and anything else they have questions about is right there. Yeah, he gives you hope, doesn't he? I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I hope there's hope to be found. <laughs> All right, so Craig Martino, one more time. Hope. Fight to Survive, Saturdays, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Mr. Craig's such a wonderful man. Make sure you watch his show. Go to his website, uh, buy his book after the fall. All right, so big shout-out to Outdoor Channel, also Nissan and Remington. Here is a word from Mark. We got to get to a break. Mr. Craig. Craig, man, you're so awesome, buddy. God bless you. You guys are amazing. You're always my favorite people to talk to. You bet. Hey, don't go anywhere. Coming up next is Miles Brady. He is the Grand Poobah of the Mule Deer Foundation. President, actually. Is that too? He resigned from being the Poobah. <laughs> Western Antler Adventures. More of it coming up next with a Miles Brady. Right after this. Stick around. Wisconsin Elk Restoration. Elk are bugling in the Black River Forest for the first time in more than a century as the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation monitors and celebrates a successful Wisconsin elk reintroduction. The Wisconsin DNR agreed on a plan with the Kentucky Department of Fish and Wildlife Resources to eventually import 150 elk from Kentucky. The goal is to place half of those elk in Jackson County and half in the northern part of the state and to grow the herd to about 400. JimandTrav.com. It's your 2016 Elk Hunting Headquarters. Deep below the surface of the ocean, they lie in wait. One of the most dangerous predators of the open sea. Outdoor Channel presents Blue Water Savages. An oceanic bite you, it's game over. A new original series that will leave you breathless. To see so many sides of their personality is extremely rare. But that's what this show is about. Now, human behavior affects shark behavior. Blue Water Savages. All new series Saturdays at 2.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings. The world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. 
Dream hunts, 1,000 dream photos, hundreds of dream hunting stories. Buy Colorado's biggest bucks and bulls at 719-661-4037 to live the dream. Remington Gun Care Products. They last longer and clean deeper, giving you better accuracy, a smoother action, and the confidence you need for the most demanding shots. Trusted by the world's top armorers, Remington Gun Care. Look for it wherever you buy your favorite shooting supplies. This fall while hiking in the woods, be careful not to run across an angry mob of 7th graders, because they will beat you down. This has been a public service announcement from The Revolution with Jim and Trav, brought to you by Nissan. Hey, we're back. Before the break, we heard from old Craig DiMartino, and he has a program called Fight to Survive. Yeah, it's Saturdays, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. He... Ah! Dropped in. <laughs> oh, hey, oh! All right, so we are talking Western Antler Adventures on today's show. Probably shouldn't make fun of that. <laughs> Probably not. Um, all right, so we're just out. we joined by Mr. Miles Breddy. He is the president there at the uh, Mule Deer Foundation. Hop online, check him out, join their organization. But let's run through some stats real quick. Uh, oh. Jim and Miles. Uh, Wyoming was home to 578,000 mule deer in 1991. Currently, that number has dropped by 36%. They are down to 369,000 mule deer. Uh, similar story there in Colorado in 1983. I think their deer numbers reached uh, an estimated 625,000. The current population is 391,000. That is a drastic decrease. Uh, what is this attributed to, though? Is it the wildfires? Is it lack of habitat? Uh, predation from predators? Is it Travenai hunting? Uh, what is causing this, Miles? Well, I, my, my thing is, what I tell people, it's all of the above. There's about seven or eight factors, and you mentioned several of them. Yeah. Urbanization, um, highway mortality, um, energy development, uh, just a whole bunch of things, fragmenting habitat. Um, and that's where we're, we, our, our deer numbers have declined. And, and the numbers you cited there, we have been at our almost all-time low in mule deer numbers in the West. And, uh, and fortunately, most of the states are now starting to have um, a mule deer initiative. And we hope, hope that's because we've been encouraging them, but they're also their local hunters. And so most of the states in the West now have some sort of mule deer initiative to refocus on what do we do to turn this around? Yeah. Now, you alluded to the fact of the uh, the drought and the fires in the northwestern part of the country where the most devastation for the animals have occurred. Uh, but there's one other thing that is caused by that drought, and that's uh, what hemorrhagic fever, the blue tongue. Is that very prevalent in that part of the country? It, it is. It's starting to show up, and, and it shows up depending on usually hot, dry summers and uh and we've had uh, a couple of years ago, as you know, we had that in the kind of the Midwest um, on the eastern part of the range of mule deer. Fortunately, mule deer are not as affected by that disease as much as whitetail are. There are certain areas where they are. And uh, um, but generally, mule deer tend to, you know, migrate to the higher country. Um, and usually the EHD happens more in the valleys down in the lower areas. And so. As a general rule, mule deer aren't as impacted, except there are some local areas where they can be. Yeah. On the line, we got Mr. Miles Moretti. He is the president of the uh, Mule Deer Foundation. Uh, now, let's talk about fawn retention. I had read somewhere, maybe maybe you can correct me on this, uh, but to keep it status quo, what we are at, population mule deer, that we have to retain 60% 
of the fawn crop. Uh, is that about right just to keep it status quo, 60% survival rate? Depending on the area, it's about 50 to 60%. Um, and uh, that, if you want to grow a, fawn, uh, a deer herd, you have to have more than 60 fawns per 100 does. That's the ratio that biologists use. And in a lot of areas, that number has been down. And everybody... The first thing everybody wants to point to is predators, and predators do have an impact. We have coyotes, we have black bears, we have cougars, we have now have wolves. Um, in some parts, it's not as big an issue, but we have grizzly bears. And so they're under a lot of pressure from, from a lot of predators. But when they're real susceptible to predator fawns is if their mother doesn't come through the winter in good shape and when she drops that fawn she's dropping a lighter or smaller fawn and so um what we're really finding is that nutrition of that mother when she in the fall during the rut is really really important to the survival of that fawn yeah now it sounds like that uh, the mule deer foundation actually has its fingers on the pulse of what's happening out there now you guys have done a great job with habitat and so forth how has the cheatgrass affected you guys well, it's really bad in Nevada, where we, a few years ago we had some big, huge million-acre fires. And, and Nevada is the, the driest state in the country, and, and with some drought conditions, cheatgrass just overtook millions of acres of habitat out there. And we haven't had the sagebrush and the things that the mule deer have, come, have, have not come back. And so uh, one of the things that's on the horizon, though, is there's some research going on, and it's kind of, Kind of interesting. I guess there's a, a natural bacteria in the soil that if you can kind of reproduce that can kind of, uh, inhibit cheatgrass, uh, growth. Yeah. We're really hoping that in our restoration efforts in the next few years that we have a tool like that. Cause right now, if cheatgrass gets into an area, it's very, very difficult to, to get out and it outcompetes, uh, the native forage and uh, they just can't the native forage just can't get established yeah i read somewhere that if reintroduced this bacteria it could actually in in like three to four years reduce the cheatgrass by 50 percent in five to six years it could eliminate it permanently uh but a lot of people it, don't under, know that i don't the root system it goes down like three feet doesn't it yeah, in my home state of Utah, they've been very aggressive at habitat restoration and have found some really good techniques to, to restore these ranges. And they, they restored over a million and a half acres of mule deer habitat. Wow. And that all helps all species, sage grouse, elk, uh, everything. And it's been a great cooperative effort between the state and federal government and, and wildlife groups like, like ours. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Miles Birdie. Of course, he is the godfather of the Mule Deer Foundation. That's right. He is the president of the Mule Fair, Mule Fair, Mule Fair, Mule Deer Foundation. He also is the CFO of the Snipe Foundation, I think. <laughs> um, now, one more time, Mr. Miles, to find you guys online, to become a member to help you guys out, not only help you out, help Mule Deer out. That's what a, your, your ultimate cause is here. And you're helping yourself out. Exactly. Where can we find you online, buddy? Uh, www.muledeer.org. And the other thing is you can now go to the Apple Store or the Android Store and we have, and if you search for Mule Deer Foundation, we have an app that you can put oh. on your phone and keep up with everything happening on, on this Mule Deer. Sweet. And if you don't like them on Facebook, you're un-American. That's right. You got to hop online, follow them. He'll Be- make you an offer you can't refuse. That's right. All right, big shout out to uh, the Mule Fear now. Mule, F- Mule Fear, Mule Deer <laughs> Foundation. Holy cow. Outdoor Channel. I don't know what you've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Too much coffee, man. <laughs> Outdoor Channel as well. Nissan and Remington. Mr. Miles, you're so cool, man. And thank you for all your hard work and efforts, man. They're, they're truly paying off. 
God bless you. Hey, thank you, and thank you guys for what you do. We appreciate it. You bet. Well, stick around because our next guest is Ike Eastman, and he has a program called Eastman's Hunting TV. That's right. Tuesdays, 11 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. He's going to talk about, obviously, mule deer hunting uh-huh. there in Wyoming. That's, plus the that's old why the decrease in Colorado. Verizon Fios debacle is bad. All right, that's coming up next. Here's Mark. We will return right after this. JimandTrav.com Show archives Jim's blog Trav's take Expert advice Fire bust Cooking with Mrs. Bunny Connecting us around the world Email, Facebook, Twitter, and more The Revolution with JimandTrav.com Anytime, anywhere Looking for the ultimate cooking machine for your backyard or patio? Look no further than Camp Chef's new pellet grill and smoker. With user-friendly features like an auto ignition, digital readouts, and internal meat temperature sensors, it's easy to smoke the tastiest salmon, ribs, brisket, and turkey you'll ever eat. And an innovative system makes cleanup a snap. Everyone will want the food you're cooking on your Camp Chef pellet grill and smoker. The quality smoker that's second to none. Find out more at CampChef.com. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon. Enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. Happy birthday, revolution. Here's to 15 more years and a very special happy birthday to Jimby. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel. Hey, we're back. This is The Revolution. Before the break, we heard from old Miles Moretti. He is the president and CEO of... Mule Deer Foundation. He's the, the head high-five guy there. Yeah. At, uh, the Mule Deer Foundation. Yeah, Miles Moretti before the break. We are talking. What are we talking? Oh, Western Antler Adventures. I'm so glad you <laughs> remembered, Jimmy. Just now being joined by Mr. Ike Eastman. He is one of the hosts of Eastman's Hunting TV. Make sure I you watch like it. Ike. I do like Ike. I want to be like Ike. Uh, make sure you watch it Tuesdays at 11 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Now, what, Ike, you guys are on your, your ninth annual uh, father-son mule deer hunt there in Wyoming. You, the old guys versus the young guys. Are you one of the old guys or are you one of the young guys? I'm one of the young guys because it started nine years ago when I wasn't even thirty years old, and oh. uh, it was yeah, it was it's against my father and I and his one of his really good friends and one of my really good friends, which is 
their their father and son. And to be perfectly honest, I'm only one at once. They, <laughs> oh, really? They outdo us every time. Oh, oh yeah. so the old they guys. They don't even work as hard. So. <laughs> <laughs> and they take the title. That man right there is Ike Eastman. Once again, Eastman's Hunting TV. Make sure you watch it Tuesdays, 11 p.m. Eastern Time uh, on Outdoor Channel. Now, we just got a, a Elk and Mule Day report there in southwest Colorado. Weather is warm. They're high and on the dark side of the mountain. Um, what yeah. is the weather patterns like there? Where are you finding the mule deer? What's it like, buddy? It's hot. It's is really it? hot. Um, but you got to deal with water. You, yeah. you know, water is very important when these, when these animals are, are, you know, in the hot temperatures. You know, they, these deer, like the deer we're hunting, they already have their winter coats. Oh, really? So when it's 76 degrees, they shade up all day. Uh, they go to water once a day, which is unique for mule deer. So it's very key to keying into the weather and to what their patterns are going to be. You know, full moon's another one. We had some full moon temperaments here a couple weeks ago where there was that blood moon, which caused everything to be feeding late and yeah. and uh, in the middle of the night. And so, yeah, just knowing knowing the animal and their behavior and when when the environment or the climate changes slightly, how that's going to affect them and be able to maximize on that is very key. All right, so let's change gears for a second. Once again, we're talking with uh, Ike Eastman. Watch uh, Eastman's Hunting TV Tuesdays, 11 p.m. Eastern Time. That is on Outdoor Channel. Now, real quick, I want to mention this whole crap storm. This Verizon Fios debacle, they call it. Where Verizon Fios, (laughs) first they dropped Sportsman Channel. Now they dropped Outdoor Channel, but they kept Al Jazeera and well, let's why say not? Nancy's sewing class. I mean, they got a whole <laughs> bunch of crap on there. It makes no sense, man. Uh, what's your take on this? Here's my theory. Big corporations will do what big corporations do. I personally think that somebody's agenda inside Verizon got word that this is hunting. Yeah. Obviously, by their statement saying, oh, you can replace the Outdoor Channel and Sportsman's <laughs> Channel. If you like that content, go over to... Uh, you know, Discovery Channel or Nat Geo, <laughs> that's completely different. That was obviously written by somebody that has no idea what we do and has no idea what their audience is. Exactly. I think it's junk. And I think, I think that, you know, that somebody had in, in Verizon had an agenda that is anti-hunting. And I hope that the entire industry, I encourage your listeners out there to voice their opinion because this is how our rights get taken. Just like this. This is how guns get taken. This is how things get taken it is us People are mute about it. We don't voice it. I've sent my letter to Verizon. I've sent uh, a voicemail over there. I encourage everybody get on that, get on their website, use the phone, send them an email. And you know what? I would do the same thing with your Congress. Say this is using the media and censorship for what we're actually about as Americans. That's exactly right. Make sure you call one eight hundred seven one zero one nine two two. That is what Mr. Ike Eastman did. And also hop on keepmyoutdoortv.com. You can voice your opinions there. And now when you tweet them at Verizon Fios, make sure you use the hashtag Keep my outdoor TV. Let these jerks know what you think. And like you said, we have to stand up for our rights, man, or they're just going to keep taking them away from us. We have to be yep. vocal, like. Yep. You know, another thing that can happen, you know, this is, a, this is a free economy. Hey, if you have Verizon, there's lots of different options out there. Dish and, Dish and Direct Network, they all have the Outdoor Channel, Sports and Channel. Just change. Yeah. Just a change. 
affects their pocketbook. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Ike Eastman. Of course, he has a program called Eastman's Hunting TV. It's on Outdoor Channel. When is it? Make sure you watch it Tuesdays, 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Once again, that is Outdoor Channel. We're talking with Mr. Ike Eastman. Now, where can we find you guys online? Website, Facebook, all that good stuff, buddy. Yeah, we do everything. Eastman's.com. We got uh, blogs on there. We write about tips and tactics on Western hunting. We have Facebook where we do giveaways and we do tons of uh, news events on there about what's going on with grizzly bears and wolves, all the all the hot topics. YouTube, we have a new YouTube channel out there that we're filming some stuff and putting things on there that, that we can't put on TV because of things like Verizon. <laughs> that, you know, tips and tactics on how to the gutless method, on how to break down a bull elk. You know, you get an 800-pound animal on the ground. Now what do you do with it? Well, yeah. we'll show you how to do it in video on YouTube. All right, here's Ward from Mark. Big shout-out to Outdoor Channel, also Nissan and Remington. Got to get to a break. Ike, man, you're awesome, buddy. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, Jen. Restoring fire-ravaged habitat. The Mule Deer Foundation has started a wildlife disaster fund to raise money to help restore western landscapes that have been devastated by wildfires. This summer will go down in history as one of the worst fire seasons in North America, with more than 900 million acres burned due to unprecedented drought that has contributed to massive wildfires. The restoration cost will be in the millions, and federal and state agencies will will be challenged to fully meet the needed funds. JimandTrav.com. We heart hunting. If you're buying a new gun, be sure to stock up on Remington Gun Care products. Trusted by gun owners for over 100 years, they're proven to clean quickly and protect against even the worst causes of corrosion. Think about it. You're investing hundreds, maybe thousands in your firearm. Make sure it lasts. Make sure it functions flawlessly when you need it. Make sure you clean it with Remington. Look for the Remington name at any major sporting goods store. We specialize in people that are sick. Would you mind telling me just when you two caballeros contemplate leaving? Thanks for joining us this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Hey, that was a great show. Great show. Big shout out to uh, Craig DiMartino, also Guy and Ike Eastman. How about Miles Moretti and uh, Mark Crane? Great people. Mrs. Bunny, too. You bet. Hey, and we also want to thank our 400 and now 46 affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny, Fungior, producer Mark Pinnett, and Frank the Sound Guy. And our audience for keeping us going for, what, 35 years we're going it, on? It, almost 40 now. That's right. Mrs. Bunny, you're so cool. Thanks for having me, guys. Hey, we love you, and so does God. Woo-hoo. Yes. That's right. Local news weather is coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Take some kids out this weekend. Don't let them fall off a cliff when you're teaching them how to hunt for elk and mule deer. Unless they know Craig DiMartino. Or if they have a parachute. I guess. There you go. Push them, maybe? <laughs> Give <laughs> jumping. Give them wings. <laughs> All righty, we'll return next week. Please don't push kids off cliffs. That was just a joke. <laughs> Alright, and make sure you feed them. Don't try this at home. Kids get hungry. Feed them a snack. Alright, we'll return next week. Peace out. We love you. God bless. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. 
visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 